Hey and welcome to yet another episode of Hashtag Elevating Brands with me, your girl Sam G. Now, I do want to wish everyone a happy new year, so blessings to all that have reached 2021. But let us not forget all of those people that have unfortunately not made it through 2020 and more names now are being added as 2021 has only just started. So love and light to all their families and close ones at this time of sorrow and grief. Also as well, we realise we have been locked down. We're on a yet another lockdown. And I believe in having conversations with someone who kind of made me see this. But this is actually lockdown 2.0. Yes, this is actually the second lockdown because it is very, very similar to the first if not the same. I've not really been paying much attention to it, to be fair, because I've been doing other things. Um, But yeah, for all those that are feeling it, whether that be because of work or gyms have closed and that was their own access to heighten their mental health state at this time. Yeah, I hope that during listening to this show, I can spread a little bit of cheer and light. So Let's move on to what it is that I am talking about in today's show. I am exploring the world of mosaics. Yes, mosaics. Now, just to give it a little bit of a context, a history behind it, mosaic is an art form that is at least 4,000 years old and is said to have originated in Mesopotamia. That's with bits of coloured stones, glass and other materials. The mosaics were largely made as floors for people to walk on within a lot of Roman homes, so they didn't get as much attention as works which were made purely to delight. However, now we can see these works of art on walls and in other forms. And one lady, who is my guest on today's show, who does wonders with this art form, is here today to tell us how it all began for her on her journey into mosaics. So let us give a virtual round of applause to Dion Ibel and her brand, Kimamu Mosaics. Hello, Dion. Welcome Hi. to the show. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> thank you. Um, fabulous to have you on the show. It has been, it has actually been one of my manifestations if that's the right term that I can actually say to speak with you in some form of way oh wow I didn't know that this is great so when you came on and um wanted to be a guest on the show I was like oh my gosh fabulous manifestations do actually work (laughs) yes they do yeah (laughs) not always at the time when you expect them to though do you you always have like a vision in your head how you think it's going to pan out and then Mm. all of a sudden it pans out completely differently exactly exactly Uh, but how is everything with you I mean we are currently in lockdown 2.0 so how are you doing throughout yeah um everything is fine i'm i'm really blessed and grateful that my family my children and my immediate family were all well mm-hmm. um and even my extended family there's everyone who seems to be okay and doing okay yeah. um business wise it's been 
okay as well. It's just a bit a bit slow now at the you know January just after Christmas and everything. Yes. But um, um, all throughout lockdown, I'm really grateful I was able to continue working. Brilliant, brilliant, and the that is what I kind of am gauging into my first question with you, um, because in my intro I left it on that we want to find out a bit more about your journey. So, what was the catalyst for you entering into the world of mosaics? Wow, great question. Yeah, so um, for the benefit of the audience, I do not have an artistic background, so I never studied art or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was um, my background is actually I was I was a legal secretary for many years, so um, I thought I was going to be a lawyer or you know something to do with that paralegal or something to do with that. Yeah. But when I got into that industry I soon realized no this is not my calling this is not where I want to be behind a desk typing manuscripts all day Mm. um so I I dabbled a little bit with um drawing and stuff at home I used to love my art classes at school Mm -hmm. um but I never you know your parents um my parents are West Indian they always wanted us to um you know go as high as we can in terms of doing you know doctor or lawyer or you know that that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so when my when I was in that area my dad was really happy he's thinking oh yeah she's gonna go into that route but Mm. no (laughs) that didn't work for me so I kind of just like what is it what is it that I really really want to do and I couldn't really it just wasn't coming to me at that point um I was also a very keen athlete so Mm. I I trained up to almost professional level so I was I was a very good 100 meter hurdler wow. um, and so I, I thought that was going to be my kind of calling into sport and stuff like that so I did actually go to college and study sports science and I mm. thought no this is still not it so <laughs> I was kind of like dabbling around and then I decided right let me do a hobby after after work and just you know just to keep my mind occupied um and so I just got a prospectus and I was working in in the city at the time in Mm. around I can't remember where exactly but I was in the city anyway and um I just got prospectus out and I looked through the prospectus flicking through the pages thinking what can I do painting no I don't fancy that (laughs) drawing no it's it was like what can I do and then mosaics just popped out Wow. And I just like, mm, what's this? I read about it and because I didn't really know what mosaics were at this point. I, it just wasn't really on my radar. Mm. So I thought, let me just give it a go. It looks interesting. I'd, it looks like I can, you know, cut a few tiles and whatever and put them together. I should be fine with that. So <laughs> <laughs> this was in Camden. There's um, a college called the Working Men's College in Camden, which has been around for quite a few years. Okay. And um, it's a 10-week course. I signed up to it and... The first week, it was all about theory, and we had this um, uh, presentation where the the teacher was showing us about these different ancient Roman mosaics and things like that, which were quite mm-hmm. fascinating and very interest interesting to look at. Yeah. But I just wanted to get on and you know do the practical. So, the next week, um, she told us to go away and um, think about our designs and come up with a design for the next class because we're going to start, mm-hmm. and. So I was thinking in my head, I was thinking, oh, no, we've got to draw. We've got to draw. And I was thinking, I don't know how to draw. So, um, so I came back to the class the next week 
with nothing and um <laughs> I see all these other students, they were there like with their sketches or they were actually sketching stuff. And I'm like sat there looking around thinking, what am I going to do? And I was fiddling around with my earrings and um, I had these pair of earrings on at the time, which if you can imagine, they were in the shape of a silhouette of a lady with really crazy Afro hair. Well, it, was, yeah. it, it wasn't really Afro, it was more curvy locks, almost like locks actually, mm-hmm. um, coming out of her head. And so I put this earring on the table and I thought, right, let's see if I can draw that. (laughs) And um, I found myself drawing this outline and I was like, oh my gosh, all the way around. And I didn't even, it was like something else was guiding me, Sam. I don't even know how to explain it. (laughs) And I just drew this outline and it just came out perfectly, perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that was it. I was like, yes. So Some, I did my first mosaic um, from that earring design. Something told you to wear those earrings that day, right? I tell you. <laughs> and you know what? Can I find the earrings again now? Lost? <laughs> I don't know where they are now. <laughs> Do you know, there's so many, uh, there's so much art. And that is such an inspirational story, actually. I really love that, um, how it all began, because it is so easy to... When thinking about art, people just tend to go to drawing or painting. And so, yeah, yeah, for you to to actually think mosaics, it's fascinating, actually, because the closest I get to mosaics is in two forms. One in jigsaw, because I love doing jigsaws and then framing it. And the other with pasta with lasagna sorry (laughs) yeah I can I can get I get you with that one (laughs) the tin's never too big enough and then you find you have to like break the lasagna sheet and then like find little bits to fit into the space or I'm just a bit OCD like that but (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that's funny I love that yeah so that's where I started and and like you said I you know with art you do tend to, people too tend to put, put you in a bracket. Because um, sometimes when people see my art, they always say, oh, you must be able to draw really well. Mm. And, I, and I'm and i like, mm, no, not really. My drawings are very, very basic. They're very okay. just like, all I need is an outline, really, of something. Yes. Yes. And then the detail comes to me as I'm actually creating. That's where the, That's where the life comes into the mosaic when I'm actually doing it. So this leads me on to now for all those that haven't been blessed with seeing your work, where does your inspiration come from? Because what I've seen is absolutely beautiful. So I know that one is from the earring that you had on, but. I love this question. Yeah, I love this question. So I am passionate about mother, the motherland, Africa. And so a lot of my my art is centered around there and I actually haven't been to you know I've been to Egypt but I don't really class that as the proper motherland um so I haven't actually actually haven't been there so a lot of my work is inspired from some of the art that I have in my home Mm -hmm. um and that some of my friends have given me images to say oh look this might be something that you'd want to to work on so I've had images from my friends um I might see something online think oh that's a nice image I think I'll do something with that or I could be just walking down the street or in a park Mm. or in a woods and see something on the floor or in a tree or something or just like oh yeah I can see that in a in a mosaic 
image mm -hmm. and so it can be as simple as that so all of those all of the above <laughs> is where my inspiration comes from and is that like now where did the name of your brand come how did that come about kimamu yes yeah so i have got uh two children who are have got ancient egyptian names um and we the, my partner or my ex-partner and I, we decided we wanted to have children who had names that uh, their names resonated with their personalities. Mm -hmm. So we had this naming book um, and it's an ancient Egyptian naming book. Um, so we named them from that. And so when I was trying to come up with a name for my my company, I wanted mm -hmm. the kind of the same feeling. So yeah. I wanted it to, to relate back to Africa and also relate to what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So Kimamu means creating or creation. Um, and also the, the first, I think it's the four, first four or five letters, Kimam or Kimamu. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I can't remember exactly. Also means mother as well. So oh. it was all kind of like, oh, yes, this is just, just perfect. Even though it's hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, just... no, no, no. <laughs> but like, it falls. Yeah, it one. falls nicely in in line with the vision. You're mm -hmm. inspired. Uh, your inspiration as well. Um, and that's very important when it comes to branding something, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And when I first um, took the name, I thought it was spelt with a Q U E. The first three letters, but it's actually mm -hmm. Q E M. Q, so, in the, so the Q sound mm -hmm. um, in ancient Egypt is is um, pronounced key. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. No. No, it does. Yeah. It does, and it's like um, some other pronunciations as well in in history. So yes. it, it's very authentic. And that's the beauty of it, because what you're doing is authentic as well. You know, it's got a long lineage of history behind it. And mm. this isn't, I always refer to black history because I do love a bit of black history. Um, yeah. But, and when I'm thinking of where to place my guests, whether or not to have you on this show or another show, which is called Making History, one of the things that I was thinking about in my head was was there any famous black mosaic artists wow okay so when I first entered into mosaic when I realized this is my passion I found what I wanted to do I did a lot of research trying to find where actual mosaics came from mm. what's the origin because I thought it just, I, in my head, I was thinking, it just cannot have started from the Romans. It just mm. cannot have. Um, so I was doing some deep searching, deep searching, deep searching. And as far as I could go back, it was uh, Mesopotamia mm -hmm. and where they were creating mosaics made from, uh, if you can imagine, a cone-shaped object. Yes. And um, so that's the tip of the cone would be would be embedded into the wall for example like a, a, into a, a bed of cement yeah so you have the the, the wider end facing you so they would okay. be tapped into the wall all these different um cone-shaped objects or cone-shaped stones or whatever they were mm -hmm. um but I couldn't find the link there was no I still couldn't find you know the, the direct link 
yes, this is mm. definitely from Africa. Okay. Um, and I haven't found any um, African artists, like mm. ancient ones, no, but I'm sure they exist. Yeah, it's a very interesting area to, to explore. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So your work, it has formed partnerships with interior designers schools colleges and currently as we're going through this pandemic mm-hmm. have you been able to still conduct your work with these places via like online services you know everyone's on zoom now and, and that um mostly so not with the schools so much but that's only because i'm doing any reaching out to them um because i've been mm-hmm. focusing on other things um so at the at the moment i'm currently working on i'm just finishing off a medium-sized mosaic for a client um, for their home um i've also done an online workshop when we first had the the first wave i did an online Mm -hmm. workshop with some children and that was really good and i'm currently working on another one another live one actually for at the end of this month actually um for adults Mm -hmm. um with the intention of rolling it out to um, on a regular basis and turning it, also turning it into an online workshop so people can come and, and you know, purchase it whenever they want to. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of it, really. I've, I've, it's my intention to sort of go back to the schools, but I'm not too sure, because until they know what's going on, um, mm. I'm not too sure how that's going to work with them. It might be that I have to do it online from now on and, and do some small sessions with them online. Yeah. Um, but I have also, actually, just before the lockdown, just before yeah. Christmas, um, I did have a, a theatre company call me mm-hmm. and asked me to do um, a session with their group of people, um, all socially distanced and everything. So I did yeah. a group, I did a session, two sessions, actually, um, and that went really well. So there's about, yeah. I think there's about 20 people in each session. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. I mean, following on from, we have to, I know we were hearing the new normal, the new normal. How easy is it to do this via, like, online rather than face-to-face? Um, it's Yeah, it's actually quite easy, really. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> I say that because <laughs> I, know I could do it myself. But, um, yeah, so all all I do is basically send out the kits to people mm-hmm. and um, the instructions if they're, if they're working live with me, then I just kind of work with you live. Mm-hmm. And so you're just following what I do. Okay. Um, I haven't done the online thing yet, so but that will be you watching a video of my of myself. And also I've got the instructions as well. So Okay. And you can always contact me if you get stuck. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So in yeah. that, I've heard... Uh, clients so and I follow your Instagram page and we're able to see on there the incredible commissioned work that you do however for the Mm -hmm. benefit of those that do not have social media yes and you've kind of told us but tell us what kind of pieces have you done for clients like big from big to small yeah so some incredible pieces so the smallest ones probably range from about 15 to 20 centimeters um and that's in diameter mm-hmm. um sometimes these pieces are framed and mm. so my most common pieces are or most popular i say not common my most popular pieces are my african goddesses which yeah. I'm sh- i think you're 
you've, you've purchased, if I can remember rightly. <laughs> I have, I have actually. So yes, I love them. Yeah. So for that, for those people who can um, try to describe how this, how how would you describe it? This piece. So it's a it's a it's a side profile of a lady with an with a a head wrap. Yes. And um, so the head wrap is. Um, delicately done in stained glass bright beautiful colors mm-hmm. and the face is is then filled with brown chocolatey um tiles yeah she, she usually has a really bright colored lips and stained yes. glass as well and um that's it i think isn't it and then she's maybe backed onto a frame or, or i'm not sure which one you've got i can't remember the now. frame the frame one the, the actually no sorry i have her in a card form Oh, right. Okay. Yes, I have her in a card form, but I do, I have seen the framed version and it is absolutely stunning. Um, Thank you. Yeah, all of your work, all of your work is... Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate the comments. I'm I'm feeling the love. Um, (laughs) So that's my, one of my common, most common pieces. And then moving up, I've done um, some kitchen backsplashes, um, Elephants seem to be quite popular, actually. So I've done a mm. couple of elephants mm-hmm. and a really nice African village for someone um, for their back of their kitchen. And that's probably around metre squared. But yeah. my largest piece um, has been a piece, a piece for a client in who works for a fabric. No, he doesn't work. He's, he owns this fabric company, mm-hmm. a, re- a really prestigious fabric company in, in Maida Vale. And wow. um, he asked me to do so. Okay, let me tell you the story about this one. Cause it's, yes, you know, please. This is, <laughs> this is really a really quite a funny story. So, I, I've got a, a friend of mine who she introduced me to him actually, Gary. Um, and she kept saying to me, "Oh, I've got a friend called Gary who really loves mosaics. He wants you to do a mosaic for you, for him." And I said, "Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll, whenever." I was kind of really blasé about it. <laughs> And um, she said, I'm serious. I said, okay. So anyway, one day she caught me off guard and she rang me and she said, Gary is here. He wants to have a chat with you. (laughs) So I said, oh, okay, put him on then. (laughs) So I was chatting to Gary and, um, you know, we were having this conversation. He said, I hear you're really good at mosaics and I love mosaics and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I really would like you to do a mosaic for my my shop, my the downstairs bathroom area. So I said, okay, that sounds great. That sounds good. I've never done, you know, something like that before. But um, yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. I said, yeah. yeah. So so when can you come? And I was like, um, because <laughs> how about this weekend? Okay, see you see you this weekend then. Wow. So anyway, so in my head, I've got the, the you know bathroom back of the toilet area. I just wants you know probably about a meter, something like that. That's what yeah. I've got. Small kind of thing. So anyway, he takes me down to the bathroom. So it's a very small bathroom. Yeah. And then but it's very it's beautiful though, really beautifully tiled. Mm-hmm. And then he shows me the wall and he said, This is what I'd like you to do. <sighs> and he points to this wall and it's like three meters long and and almost one meter in depth. And I Ooh. said to him, The whole the whole wall? He said, <laughs> he, said <laughs> he said, Yep, this is what I would like you to do, the whole wall. And I was oh. like, whoa. So I had to pretend. <laughs> I had to pretend that I was professional, you know. Because this is, well, at this time, it's a few years ago, and I'm, I'm still kind of getting, you know, 
into my yeah. into myself and and really getting to grips and and um uh falling into my role as an artist so for the for for me this three meter wall was like whoa mm-hmm. am i going to be able to actually do this where am i going to actually do this so <laughs> um so and then he drops another bomb and he says right and also can i can it be movable wow and i'm like what <laughs> 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 yeah I don't want it to you know if I have to leave this place I want to be able to take it with me for uh, sure but but you don't anything that size you don't have it movable it's there permanently wow, said, wow. no I'd like it to be movable please and I'm like okay <laughs> I'll get it done I'll figure it out yeah so anyway um that was that so then we, we went into back into the office and we we're having a little chat and he was saying oh have you ever been to Barcelona and I said no I've never been there and he said oh you should go to Barcelona it's it's, it's just amazing mm-hmm. um you know because Gaudi and he's got his works and everything yeah and um so he said would you like to go to go up to Barcelona mm-hmm. and I'm like yes I yeah I probably would it's okay I'm gonna send you both to Barcelona <laughs> So I'm looking at my friend and she's looking at me and she's like saying, he's not joking, you know. And wow. I'm like, I'm not because I have no idea because I, you know, this is the first time I'm meeting this guy. He's so lovely. And yeah. I'm like, is he serious? He said, right, get out your diary. Let's have a look. Let's have a look and see when you're free. And I'm like, really? I said, go on, go on, have a look, have a look. And I was like looking at my diary thinking, this is this is not real this is not real <laughs> so I was like yeah this weekend looks good I said okay right I'll book that you're both going to Barcelona wow. so the next day I got confirmation on my phone that he was he'd booked not only the flight but the hotel for us as well for the weekend Ooh. I wow. could not believe it <laughs> could not believe it I better so, get into the world of mosaics yeah <laughs> So, so I'm waiting for another one like him. <laughs> this was just, oh, it was just phenomenal. It was just amazing. So and we, almost, were, we almost missed the flight as well. <laughs> <laughs> were you able to make this piece movable? Oh, yes. So, oh, sorry, yes. Going back to the piece. Going back to the piece now. So um, I I bought the board and I got my my carpenter friend to cut out the the design for me mm-hmm. he actually had to cut because there's he, there was also a light switch that I had to take into consideration the flat light switch on the wall hmm. so he cut that out for me and when I did my measurements I thought you know just measure one time straight across up and down mm-hmm. <laughs> so my carpenter said did you measure like three points on the um, wall and I said no I just did the straight across and straight down he mm. said you know he said he said no no wall is ever straight you know that don't you I'm like no okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I by this time I had started the mosaic you know with the measurements that I had I had oh measured. okay so he went back with me to re-measure the wall because because I needed it to be this exactly. is sorry. This was this was before he had actually cut out the uh, backing for me. I was I was still working on the floor at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went back and he re measured the wall, and I was out by a couple of um, millimeters, centimeters here on okay. one side of the wall. So if you can imagine, the wall was 
it's a really a sloping wall, but you can't really see it when mm-hmm. it's up there. So my mosaic was exact, you know, exactly how it should be. Yeah. But the wall was not. So mm. I had to reposition a lot of my tiles. I had to take them off, re-cut oh. um, them and replace them. It took me absolutely ages. Mm-mm. I was almost crying. <laughs> <laughs> I had done all this work and I had to redo it half, not not half, but quite a lot of the mosaic Mm -hmm. um, had to be redone. And I was running out of glass as well. So it was just like, oh my gosh. Wow. Anyway, so Mm -mm. I did actually ring up my friend and said to her, look, I don't think I can do this. I really, I had lost all confidence. Yeah. And I, I thought I can't do this. I really can't. And she, bless her, she just said, look, just take a few days off give yourself a, a break from because I was working flat out basically yeah. like every day I was on it she said just just don't work on it for a few days because he's not gonna um hassle you for it he's just not that type of person he will yeah. he will get it when it's done so um I did just that and I'm so glad I took her advice and and came back to it with a sort of like a fresh mind mm-hmm. and and just you know went with it and, and completed it Wow. It did take a while. It, it took few a few months actually. Um yeah. long longer than what I was envisaging in my head. Because each mosaic, each commission that you do has different challenges. Mm-hmm. Um even though it's uh it's the same, you know, process, yes. the actual design itself has different challenges because you have to you have to think about the way you're going to cut the tile, the mm. the the flow of the tiles, what colour is going to go with next to what. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to think about. So, And yeah. that's, that's what I was going to say. Uh, how long does it take to do one piece? So that piece took months and you're mm. saying that it just all depends on the actual depends... what you've been asked. Yeah, it does depend on the piece. So the piece that I'm working on now is... Um, it looks like it should go on the floor because it's, it's, it's quite a geometrical type piece. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that The background is kind of geometrical and then the main designs are more standard. They're um, ackee fruit and scotch, scotch bonnet peppers. Yes. So, so they were fine. Um, but the background had to be done in a particular way um, to fit around these other shapes. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but keeping in line with, oh, it's really difficult to explain, but keeping in line with the, the background design, the geometric design had to keep flowing underneath as if it was, wow. as if you'd put like something on top of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something else, if you see what I mean. That's that a sense. very uh, good eye for design. I mean, you mentioned the fact that you were lucky enough to get a trip to Barcelona. Did you... Um, get more inspiration from some of the artistry that comes out of Barcelona? Um, yes and no, because a lot of the work in Barcelona is is a different style of mosaic. Mm-hmm. So th- this, the way that Gaudi works, because there's a lot of Gaudi works out there, he deals a lot with um, crockery. Okay. So br- broken tiles. So he's probably used a hammer or something or tile cut. No, probably a hammer actually, because a lot of the uh, the the pieces which are called tesserae. Once they're they're, they're used in a piece, they're called tesserae. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they look odd shaped and, and jaggedy and bits and pieces. So I think he's basically got a few tiles, broken them up and then started positioning them onto the substrate, whichever base he's using, whether it's a wall or a floor or whatever. Okay. Um, so, so some of it I've, I've been inspired by, but um, most of my, my style of mosaic, I'm inspired by more, more modern day artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Italians, there's, uh, oh gosh, there's loads, <laughs> there's okay. loads, um, Mia Tavernati, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I can't even think now, there's, there's so many, um, but it, it helped, it, it really did help on the, the journey, should I say, yes, it was inspiring to see, i tell you what, what really, um, helped me to sort of uh on my journey is to see bigger designs bigger pieces because I was at this point I was still working on small pieces yes and you can only do so much in a small space Mm. so I'm only now beginning to work on bigger pieces on bigger spaces so I can get more things in it more detail yeah and more exploration onto the actual piece um, and it's 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 worth it because um, a lot of people got bigger walls. So, it, you know, of you're having course. this small piece on a big wall just gets lost unless you're going to have like a collection of four or five of them. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense to do bigger pieces, take your time with it. And, yeah. they, and you know, you have you got, got good advice. You got good advice from your friend as well, who said that with big and that's with anything in life. Sometimes, you know we do work flat out um, mm. and even down to this lockdown sh- kind of should help people to, to process this one is that it is about just taking that time out for yourself for it's a complete burnout and yes. it's always reflected back in your work that uh, yeah. you can tell when someone's not put, well they they have put their 100 into the work but fallen flat in within themselves and it's not really it's it's shown in the piece of work that they've delivered yeah. whereas yeah taking that time out people will totally understand if you need to um sit back and have some time for yourself yeah yeah that it's a it's a must and um so the way I work now well well the way I've been working actually for most of the time is I work best when I'm when I'm left to be creatively, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of of a phrase? When I'm left to just to express myself creatively, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you say to me, um, Dion, can you do me a picture of the sun with the rays coming out? Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably just give ask you some very basic questions. Like, How big do you want the sun to be? You'll give me that. Mm-hmm. what colours would you like in it you'll give me that and that's all I'll need and then I'll just I work best with those basic instructions and then just let me decide of course how the rays are going to look mm-hmm. and how the colours are going to be placed on the actual sun itself Beautiful. Um, and then you just trust the process that it's going to look beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Of I course, mean, you'll be looking, you know, halfway through and say, is that, is that okay? Listen, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, that's, and that's um, the thing. I can't wait. I 
I have a few of your pieces within my home and they are, as I said, mentioned before, in the form of calendars and greeting cards. I am I am actually going to make it my mission to come with at you for a commissioned piece of work. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) so listen out for me definitely because that is a promise I've said it now on air all the listeners heard me so (laughs) and they'll be waiting to see it now on um social media (laughs) oh wow (laughs) Um, (laughs) no 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 trust the process like you said so that's exactly what we're going to do but one of the calendars that Mm -hmm. I currently have now is for 2021 and yep. it was done in support of at Read Across Africa. Yes. I'm now, so glad you brought this up. Yeah. Can you tell us more about that project and how you linked up with the organization? Yes. Thank you for that question. Um, so, Read Across Africa is an organization. The actual owner is, is located in uh, Atlanta, but mm-hmm. she's originally from Kenya. And that's where the organization resides in Kenya. So I was on Facebook and I've always wanted to support a charity in Africa. Always wanted to give back and just keep my links with Africa. So I was just looking on Facebook for a charity that I could support. And this one pops up. And at the time, she didn't have a name. It, I think she it was something else. It wasn't called Read Across Africa. It was, it was something else. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I contacted Jean, her name's Jean Adero. I contacted her and said, oh, I love what you're doing. She basically was um, advertising, not advertising, she was talking about her charity and, and the story behind how she it came to be where it's at, where it was at at the time. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I can just briefly explain that her family um, had a family home, it was their parents' home, and once the parents had passed away, the, the home was just left empty. And there was a bit of a family kind of squabble as to what to do with the home. Mm. So eventually they all um, decided that they were going to turn, turn the home into a library and um, for, the, for the local children, because there was no place of learning for the, the local children in this rural part of, of Kenya. Mm-hmm. So they decided to, t- to turn it into a library and they um, they made a call out to um, some family and friends to donate books and things like that. And this is where I kind of, you know, came in and I was like, how can I help? And they said, oh, you can donate here and there and, and just that's and that's how you can help. So I just started off just by donating, really. Um, and I still donate to this day. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, a few years later, I could see the momentum that um, Read Across Africa was taking. Um, Jean was really pushing it and um, she was getting more eyes and more traction onto the actual project. She was getting more investors involved, and but she still needed some help. And so I decided this year or last year, 2020, right, this, this time, this calendar, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to try and help a little bit more with mm. the financial side of things for this charity. The children are amazing and I can, I can see that they need this support. So I decided to contact Jean and I said, Jean, I'd like to you know, do something to actually help in a 
in a more effective way. And she said, yeah, sure, let's, let's see, let's talk about it. And this was uh, around January, December, January. So December t- 2019, mm-hmm. going into January 2020 is when we decided, okay, so I'm going to do a calendar for my 2021 calendar, and it's going to be based around the children's drawings. So my idea was to have the children draw the images, and then I would make the mosaics out of their images. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the uh, the idea was. So that was starting to go into progress uh, or go into action, whatever you want to say. <laughs> and um, and then COVID came along, and it kind of like halted things because then because the, the children were all coming, always coming to the school to do their their work. Yeah, and obviously they couldn't they couldn't go to the school. So I was having a conversation with Jean about it and I was saying, you know, what's going on? She said, well, we have an issue. We can't get the children. The children can't get to the school. Some of them live miles away as well. Mm -hmm. They walk miles to get to this, just to uh, get to to read a book. Um, So she said, so there's an issue with that. And there's also an issue with getting the right equipment, like, you know, basic things like pencils and crayons to them. Mm. And, you know, that really touched me. And I was like, okay, the only way that I can think of is to, to continue with this project is to um, do the drawings myself and try and visualize the artwork from their minds and and how they would draw things. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, things like getting the images from them to me was an issue. It was just, you know, it was, it was just going to be an issue. So I decided I was going to take that responsibility and start and do the drawing and uh, the mosaics and um, come up with all the designs and everything. So what I decided was to create these little um, maquettes, I call them. Mm-hmm. So they, if, you can, if you can imagine little um, mosaic maquettes that are no bigger than 15 centimetres tall. And I created 12 individual images of children reading in some some shape or form so some were lying down some were sitting on books um you know some were standing up or reading on a table and stuff like that um and I did all these images and whilst I was doing them I was I was uh photographing and and capturing all the moments of me actually doing it and promoting the 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 calendar before it was even printed mm-hmm. um and getting some um getting people to sort of like pay attention and support the cause. And I was so grateful to people like yourself and others who actually, you know, they bought into the story because I was explaining about the story and everything. Mm -hmm. And they actually pre-purchased the calendars before they were even ready. Um, Before I even designed them, finished designing (laughs) them. I was like, wow, these people are amazing. They're putting their (laughs) trust in me that I'm going to actually deliver this product. And um, see how the universe works, man. It's so powerful, isn't it? Because you have your vision. <laughs> Big. That's what I said earlier. It's um, it's beautiful how um, things come together. So, yeah, you're doing absolutely amazing work. So we and that's and that's generally it. Sorry to cut you on that. But that's all right. as a service, when you're buying into a service, it's that that I buy into. I can't speak for any other person's. 
but that's what I buy into. It's the person behind yes. the surface and it's, it's their humble intentions and what they, you know, do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I mm-hmm. do. I totally understand that. And that's, that's the same with me. And I think, um, that's the way, I don't know. That's, that just seems the, to be the way that people communicate best and, and while we buy from each other, we buy more from what the people stand for rather than the actual product itself. Yes. That's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of secondary, the product, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, so that's what happened. So I, I basically did the, the pre-order shout-out. And I was so blessed to have so many people say, yep, I'm going to support you and I'm down for this. And... Um, when I actually got the product itself and it came through the through my letterbox. Well, it didn't come through my letterbox, okay. I had to open the door. I was like, wow, look at these. They came out just as I had imagined. They were perfect. And um I just started, you know, pushing it even more. It was just it was just amazing. I still got some. So if you guys are still out there, if you still want one, I've still got some left. I'd like to get rid of them all before the end of January. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that each calendar that is um, bought, twenty percent of that goes towards Read Across Africa. That was the whole the whole point of this conversation. This last Love conversation that. here. Yeah, you you have another calendar. I have another uh, calendar. Yeah, twenty twenty one that I also purchased. Um, <laughs> now that really showcased your works. And all of the designs I loved. But one that is up on my door at the moment is entitled Essence of Stephanie. And for the listeners, it reads, I am successful as I want to be. I am kind and generous. I deserve the best this world can offer. I am limitless. I am powerful. I am enough. Mm. Beautiful quote. But very quick question on that. Is yeah. Stephanie a real person? She is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> she was one of my um, uh, training buddies, actually, back in the day when I was an athlete. Wow. We've, we've been friends for, gosh, I don't even know how many years. <laughs> I don't even want to say about 20 years or something like that. Wow. And uh, so we were, we were rivals, actually, before. But we were, we were never, like... Um, at each other's throats or anything we, we were always good friends mm-hmm. so and she was a, she was faster than me there she was real quick over the hurdles um so we we we, we formed our friendship on the track mm-hmm. and we've been friends ever since and um it was her 50th birthday when I did that so I thought I thought to myself let me do something for her for her 50th and so she had no idea I was doing it she didn't know anything about it and I said I've done something for you and oh. she's actually shaved her head off, actually. She, she has no hair at all. Wow. Um, I don't know whether she did that because she was... I've got a feeling she did that because maybe one of her friends was going through chemo. Okay. I've got a feeling that's what she did, why she, she shaved off all her hair. But she decided she's just going to keep her head bald. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is an amazing person. Very, very giving mm-hmm. um very strong very motivated um and yeah that so those words actually do fit her very well i love that um, 
and that's why I didn't even think about putting those words because of that picture. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. To be fair, <laughs> but it just so happens that it, it it does fit perfectly perfectly to her how she is as a person. It all comes about, and it adds so beautifully as well to the fact that inspiration does actually lay within and you don't even realize it sometimes you just do and then afterwards after the work is done you then think about it and then think oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) I was divinely led then and I didn't even know it (laughs) beautiful we are going to take a really short ad break but we will be joining Dion on the other side and find out a little bit more as I have some more questions for you. If you want to hear your advert played during the InFocus podcast, then email advertising at rootsnews.co.uk for more details. If you or someone you know would like to be on any of the shows featured here on the In Focus podcast, then get in touch. You can do so one of two ways. Email infocus at rootsnews.co.uk or alternatively via my Instagram page at the In Focus podcast. You can DM me direct. Either which way, I look forward to having you on the show. So we are back with part two, and I am joined by Dion from Kimamu Mosaics. Um, yeah, so the last part that we left, we were talking about calendars and your recent calendar that you've done for 2021 in support of at Read Across Africa. Yeah. Um, so listeners, definitely check that out as we can support by purchasing a calendar and is it all proceeds did you say go to them uh 20 of all proceeds go to them yeah 20 percent, and that is helping others out during this time i put a post up today we need to be spreading love in whatever Mm. way that is we need to be tapping into our heart chakra right about now um for a lot of people around the world, we are all in the same positions, but it doesn't stop our next generation from growing and helping them to grow. We can do so by giving them a book. Um, it's a small privilege, I know. Books we have, you know, libraries are shut right now, but I have so much books in my home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we take it for granted it that, granted, yes. yeah, some people do not have that luxury. So let us not forget that when we are supporting little things as small as a calendar, but it is beautiful to have up on the wall, I guarantee. Thank you. <laughs> and can so, I just add, Sam, that mm-hmm. just by spending um, £15 on a calendar, you are enabling one child to either pay for equipment for their um their schoolwork they have an after school club as well mm-hmm. um for a month or for their snacks as well so either mm. or just one child so yeah oh, absolutely fantastic i love that um <clears throat> so yes listeners you have heard it here first i follow another one of your social media pages youtube 
Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you had a video on there speaking about uh, the Adinkra symbols. Yes. Now, I love these symbols and have a set of cards that were gifted to me for my birthday. Do you have any favorites out of them? Oh, um, mm, I love Sankofa. I love Senko because I like the meaning behind Senko. For the, I like the bird. Yes. Um, and I like the, I think it's also got a, another um, a, image, like a, almost yeah. like a heart shape, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's the heart one. But yes. they both kind of, they, it has the most recognised meaning, which is go back and fetch it. And that yes. refers to the practice of going into the past in order to learn from it and reclaim our essence. Now, I've been banging on about this <laughs> for, yes. for quite a while. I had it on the front cover of um, the spring, no, summer issue of Roots News. So okay. I was asking some of my guests as well as like icebreaker questions that would come on to the show what would be the one thing you would go back for and learn from? Oh, that's a question. Woo. <laughs> what would be the one thing I'd go back and ask for? When you say go back, do you mean go back to my youth or go back like, you know, go back, go back, go back? <laughs> Wherever you want to go back to. Mm. Wow. Okay. So if I was to go back to my spiritual self before I came to my physical self, mm-hmm. I'm, going, I'm going there, Sam. I'm going mm-hmm. there. I love it. Um, I think I would ask for the right tools to assist me to spread peace or enable peace mm-hmm. to be um, in our in our time. Beautiful. I think that's what I would do because my those tools are probably here, and I don't actually know it yes. as yet. But I think I would, you know, I'd be more specific about it. So before I come into this plane, I want you to show me and assist me with the right tools, or the right people around me, or the right pathway to ensure peace on on earth Mm. it's it's wow that's Mm. nice that's nice and actually that's going to lead me into the next question I do like to throw questions at people but (laughs) (laughs) would would you rather then yes I think I might gauge the answer to this but would you rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors or to the future to meet your descendants? Ooh. <laughs> Travel back or, or to the future? Oh. Oh, my gosh. I think... No, I think I'd rather go back. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but somebody's telling me to go back. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather go back and, and, um, and learn from them. It's it's a very split question, isn't it? It's a very question because what you just said there, I think we all kind of at this precise moment living in the present. This is just my opinion. I feel like we are 
learning a lot about ourselves. That's digging back deep, Some sometimes even rooted into our past. Some people have connections with their ancestors as well mm-hmm. now to help yeah. them through these present days. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have actually probably said I can go back and I can go forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to stop us. But I probably would have liked to go forward, to be fair, because I want to see... Oh, how it all ends. <laughs> well, just to see what it's going to be like. Maybe because, you know, I've got my son as well. I just want to see right. what it be like for him and what it is that I really, really need to hone in on now. That is true, you know. Yeah, can I change my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Now that you said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's a good question. It's a good it question. A good to question. Throw I like that there. question definitely. <laughs> but we found out a lot about your brand in part one, and yeah. now I want to find out a bit more about you. Okay. So my next question is: Who is Dion? Who is Dion? Dion is a mother of two lovely teenagers. Um, One boy and one girl. One is soon to be 16, the other one is 17. Um, I live in Bedfordshire. I was born in Luton, to be exact, Mm -hmm. um, to two wonderful parents who are still with me, thankfully. And they are originally from St. Kitts. A beautiful island in the Caribbean, which I miss. Um, who else? What else can I say about Dion? I have, I am blessed to have a really fabulous network of family and friends. I mean, um, I've got a real, I've got loads, of, uh, quite a few friends, but my core friends, we've been friends since college. There's five of us, I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, there's five of us in total. <laughs> to mm-hmm. try and think of that. And we've been friends since college and we're really tight. I actually got another friend, a really another good friend as well. So that's six of us actually. Um and I can call on any one of them and they would be there in a heartbeat. You know, when you've just got those friends and you don't speak to them. I mean we we're, yeah. we're tight, but we don't speak to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, you can just pick up the phone if you're having a bad day or whatever, and they'll be there for you. Yeah. With no judgment and just pure love and vibe, you know, vibrant energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm really blessed to have people like that around me. Um, myself, I consider myself to be um, a very uplifting and happy person in general. Mm. Um, I love to play jokes and... <laughs> <laughs> do, do silly things <laughs> random things I would say my children probably think I'm a bit strange <laughs> um, I love um, to keep fit so I love yoga uh-huh. um, so I do yoga probably about three or four times a, uh, a week mm-hmm. I just I either, I either do a guided yoga session or I just do my own thing mm-hmm. Um I also love music, so a lot of the times when I'm creating, I have music on, and that could range from anything from um, old 
the old school um, hip hop, um, wow. R and B, to um, soca, to <laughs> reggae, to oh, just just a genre of music. I love yeah. neo soul. Neo soul. I just love neo soul. Like yeah, um, India Ari and. Jill Scott and you know those kind of people let us see mm-hmm. um, I love jazz as well so I'm gonna say um, that yeah jazz jazz and jazz funk so I think it's incognito and I don't know if you heard of Gla- um, oh Glasper I've forgotten his name now something Glasper um, oh it's gone from my head but he he's, does instrumental jazz okay. with, with the piano he's just amazing do you like the which which instrument would you say you like from there um i'd say the piano okay yeah i do love the piano i used I to play the, the saxophone I, used to, I love that too i love that too. actually both of them i'd probably equally love um i used to play the piano when i was when i was young in my, in my just before my teens so probably when i'm in primary school i used to play the piano Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like a a real love for that that instrument. Um, wow. Can't sing. I was named <laughs> after a singer, Dion Dion Warwick, yeah. but I can't sing like her. <laughs> you never know. You could possibly um, throw a note out there. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Every now and again, I like to think <laughs> I can sing. I can sing to um. <laughs> what is that tune there's there's a tune that i always think yeah i can hit those notes silly games <laughs> oh my <laughs> yes <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah me yeah. and my son were rocking to that when it was on the tv the other day on um the Stephen mcqueen's little skits do you know what i still haven't seen that yet i still haven't seen any of those i have to i have to catch up yeah that's a that's a different conversation I suppose but um (laughs) (laughs) but when you see it though it's a good conversation starter I'm just going to put it out there like that I mean amidst some of the things I you know might have to really want to face to face ask him but um yeah it they they were good and that song I love that song anyway oh yeah that is that is a top favorite yeah I do like that song so you've mentioned quite a, a bit there because mm-hmm. I think you've you flowed into I was going to say aside your artistry we were going to explore what other things you're into and you're into quite a range of things do you yes. you do read I do okay so what is the last book you've read or that you are currently reading Okay, that's an easy one. I I love um, self development group, uh, self development books, mm-hmm. and I also like to watch them on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm reading Habits, um, High Performance Habits by Brendan okay. Bouchard. Mm-hmm. How extraordinary people come that way. Yes. Um, Brendan Bouchard, he's, he's fantastic. I just love his, um, his energy and his ethos around uh, self-development and self-performance. He's just got a real easy way of, of talking about it and, and implementing it as well. Okay. That's, um, so I highly recommend that. It's nice. It's nice to hear as well sometimes the non-fiction books. I used to read a lot of fictions. Okay. Um, 
got a, a mass box outside that I don't want to give to the charity shop, but I do. But <laughs> <laughs> but it is that time to open up the mind to go back to some non-fiction books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my non-fiction books, mm, gosh, Waiting to Excel. Uh-huh. That, was, that was a good good book I, I like to read. Um, a lot of these books, some of the titles I can't remember, but the authors like um, Alice Walker and Terry yeah. McMillan, um, those types of books I used to, I was on a roll with those books back in the day when I was in, in my early teens. Did Alice Walker do, she did do other books aside um, Colour Purple? Yes, she did. Mm. Uh, um, I'm not sure. She was was she the one that that wrote? I know why the cage bird sings. No, that was Maya Angelou. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Maya Angelou. But yeah, yeah. Books, books are just a wonderful thing. Sometimes to switch off from the TV and what it has to offer sometimes is is beautiful. Mm, definitely. Uh, yeah. But do you have? a hidden passion to do anything else aside from mosaics well kind of yes <laughs> but it's still kind of in line with it okay I, I like I love home styling and I actually do have a home styling platform I don't know if you've seen that but um, yeah. I've got a home styling platform on Instagram which I started in the middle of last year sometime I think Okay. Um, because, and before that, before I created that, um, I used to love, I don't really watch much TV now. I don't have TV downstairs anymore and mm-hmm. I don't really watch TV. So um, before I kind of got rid of my TV, I was watching um, Grand Designs oh. and, you know, Five Minute Makeover, whatever that's yes. called. <laughs> yes. Yes, 60 Minute and Makeover. 60, love that. Five Minute Makeover, you know. <laughs> Sixty-minute makeover, and all those. In fact, I was on. I was on sixty-minute makeover. You know, a few years You're ago. You're joking, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I forgot about that. I just well, actually, me. styling or it was your my, home? My no, no. So, so I was the um, guest artisan on there because I always had oh a guest gosh. artisan. Uh. And the way I got that gig was, um, they went to a hospice in London to film the hospice, and they were. They were um, redecorating their the buddy hut they call it, which yeah. is where the children or the, the the siblings of the of the children who were sick they would go and play in this oh. this buddy hut and they were they were um, assigned to actually redo it. Mm-hmm. So my cousin has got a, a child who went to the same hospice. So she said, oh, guess what? They're doing this, that, and the other. and looking for an artisan. And I put your name forward. And, it's like, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so you, wow. might get, you might get a call. And I'm like, oh, okay, ITV. And I was like, okay. So sure enough, they, they did. They contacted me. And they said, oh, we really like what you do. Would you be interested in coming on the program? And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, but obviously... Um, so they came to, to my house and, you know, it's not done in 60 minutes, right? Because obviously no. a mosaic cannot be done in 60 minutes. Yeah. So so I had to do this, like, mock up and pretend that this was <laughs> done. This is what this I done earlier. The, this is... <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. So I had to do this 
the stage halfway through. So I had to cre- create this mosaic and, and kind of do it halfway through. And then I had to finish it when I could. Mm-hmm. So so that's what I did. And and they were filming me. They came, there's about four of them all together and had all this lighting and stuff. And it was middle of summer as well. So I was sweating. Yeah. <laughs> and they came in and they kept prompting me to say, right, say this, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> so I was... Every time they gave me this line, I kept saying it wrong. <laughs> I kept saying it wrong. I kept saying the wrong person's name. And I was like, okay, take again. <laughs> they were so patient with me. They really were. It was quite funny. But it came out well in the end. But um, I had oh. to say that was an interesting one because I stayed up like practically all night finishing this mosaic because they needed yeah. to submit it, I think, so like I did it, they came on the Monday to film mm-hmm. and they needed to submit it on the Friday. Wow. So I had to basically, and it, this piece wasn't, it was like um, an A2, A3 size. Okay. No, A2 size, A2, no, A3 size, A3 size. Yeah. So it was quite large to, to finish in a week anyway. Mm. Um, so I had to stay up all night, one night just to, finish it to be on target for them to come and pick it up and take it to the to the to the set (laughs) wow like amazing and I love we uh, listen I love that say right now my favorite is George Clark all day every day he (laughs) is doing it for me right now so maybe I might see you on one of his shows oh I'd love to go on yeah that would be amazing for me and I and I just I just love the magazines as well. I like looking at the Star magazines, and I yeah. like watching people turning their houses, their you know, upcycling and all that kind of yes. stuff. Yes, yeah, because you mentioned your page, and I'm exactly the same as you. I love it. I've got books upstairs on the shelf, all to do with interior design, because that was something that I really wanted to pursue when I was younger, and. I just don't know what happened to me, but it just didn't happen. But, you know. It's not too it's late, never you too know. Late. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. It is actually never too late because, you know, we we need to pursue our dreams where mm-hmm. we can and yeah. while we're here. Um, but magazines, the magazines, all of that is absolutely beautiful. Art forms in any form is, mm. is just a wonders. Um, gets you through your times as well. You have shared with us some of your self-care rituals as well because I was going to say that lockdown has proved really difficult for many yeah um and these times are reflections of us needing to take care of ourselves before we can take care of others so you mentioned yoga yes yeah do you do you do any other practices because you you come across your energy is lovely actually Oh, thank you. Thank you very you, much. That's, that's, no, that's, I have to say it where it's due because we're not together in person recording this, but you know, when you can feel a person's energies. Yes. Um, yeah. And their auras. And mm-hmm. I know you've got a colorful aura about you because your colors vibrate so much so in what you do. Yes. I love color. Yeah. yeah. So do you partake in like Reiki or any like anything like that? I don't actually. No, oh. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not like adverse to it because I, I have had Reiki sessions before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do meditate though. Okay. So I do meditate probably most mornings. When I, as soon as I get up, I give thanks for actually opening my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then I go into um, either a mindful meditation. So it's, it's usually a guided one on my app. Mm-hmm. And then I just sit either listening to um, some kind of sound. So it might be water or um, natural sound from a forest or something. And then I just sit in that space and just allow myself to just to drift off and just focus on. I try and kind of like focus on my third eye mm-hmm. and whatever's mm-hmm. coming through there. And or I might just be thinking about what I want to what my intention is for the day yeah yeah Um, and sit with that I mean to some of the listeners that might be tuning in right now I've I've probably even asked this question in previous um episodes but do you find that manifestations or or even you know your meditations they actually do work yes they do they Mm -hmm. actually do um I'm a bit of a I, I'm a bit of an impatient one, though. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. though I'm patient when it comes to actually doing my creativity, I'm a bit of an impatient one when it comes to wanting to manifest something. Okay. So, and sometimes I miss it as well. I miss I miss the manifestation. Mm-hmm. So it might oh that was it and it's like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> okay thank you and I, and I and then I'll say thank you I got it yeah but, oh um, yeah so so now I'm I'm beginning to sort of like catch myself now though more mm-hmm. recently so I'll I will request whatever it is I want to request and then I'm trying to sort of add to my um my request. In whichever form it comes in, I I'll, I will be grateful to receive it as long as there's no harm to none. Of course, um, of course. And then I just allow, it, and then it's just gone. It just I allow it to just go, mm-hmm. and then and then something will happen. Just something random will happen. It's like wow, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect <laughs> it to turn up like that. That's just weird. <laughs> but I love thank you that. anyway. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I forgot to tell you. Also, I I do um, voiceovers as well. Oh, that's another passion of mine. I can hear that in your voice. You can you can hear it. I can hear the voiceovers going in in your voice. What kind of voiceovers do you do, though? Well, it depends on what people ask me to do. So, I've done because I've got mostly a kind of like a mellow voice, and people ask me to do things around. sleep or something nurturing Mm. um so i i did one a couple of days ago and it was around sleep which actually was quite good because i it helped me to realize that i'm not sleeping correctly (laughs) (laughs) so what i was reading i was like oh yeah i should really take that on board so i was talking about how you know how when you when you um go to sleep before you go to sleep make sure you don't have your anything that's going to distract uh, distract you like yeah. your laptop and your phone and any light sources and all the rest of it and and because in my house um I don't have any curtains in my house I just have blinds okay and the blinds are they're sheer they're not they're not um, the blackout, blackout ones. ones okay so as soon as daylight reaches they're coming it's coming through 
Um, so it rec- they recommend you wearing. Um, oh, one of them eye eye shields. Um, There's eye thingies. Yeah, they're that, eye that masks. you get on the pain. Yeah, that you got on the pain. Yeah. Yeah, the planes. Yeah. Yes. So I've got I've got one of those. So I'm gonna I've started to wear that now, and it does make a difference, you know. Well, you've just reminded me. I did actually get one for Christmas from my friend, so I need to be pulling oh. that out and using it. Yeah, yeah. So that that yeah. So I put that on when you go to sleep, so you absolutely in absolute darkness, because that also helps um, not only just for you to sleep well, but for you to dream well mm. and to and to and again talking about your third eye to to, to open that up and. Um, allows you to have more lucid dreams yes yes i need to be i can get more messages then from my ancestors absolutely (laughs) we i've i've really enjoyed this conversation and i'm gutted at the time that i now have to say goodbye but before we go (laughs) though um because we've spoken a lot about past present going to just quickly move on now to your future elements but Mm -hmm. I had the pleasure of speaking with a sculptor by the name of Donald Brown and we were talking about the vision of seeing his sculpture standing tall across seven continents of the world Um, and earlier I heard you mention the fact that you are now starting to do your works on a much bigger scale so Mm -hmm. do you envision your work to be seen on a grand scale and if so, where would you like it to be seen? I love this question. Yes, I do. So I have got this obsession with um, celebrity star, not celebrity stardom, but having my work in, a, in someone of celebrity yeah. status yes. in their home. And I, I don't know who it's going to be. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be someone like India Ari. Yeah. Um, and that's I'd love to see my work in one of their homes oh. and also um, I'd like to have like a a big solo exhibition somewhere like the V&A gallery mm. or somewhere somewhere like that or there's there's also um, um, a big a gallery in America um, called Art Basel Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a massive one in, in states um, where they have some really just like amazing artists and I'd love to have my work there too beautiful yeah. well That'd you know what you've been manifesting and meditating so it can happen it can happen yes, it there's can. nothing stopping that from happening especially if you were to do a portrait in mosaic mm. of India Ari and then adding her in it. Oh my gosh, now come on. <laughs> well, you know what? That is that is in my vision because one of her um videos, oh gosh, there's a beautiful video that she did. And it's the name escapes me now, but she's wearing orange, which mm. is you know that's my is it orange yes. she wears? Yes. Yeah, that's my favourite colour, right? So she's wearing this beautiful orange head wrap. And I think she might be wearing white underneath or something, but there's a side profile of her. And I just want to do that mm-hmm. of her and, and tag her in it. And I think 
yeah that would be just if she even she just says yeah I like it I'm just like <laughs> over the moon <laughs> I hear that what what does 2021 have in store for you and your brand 21 21 ugh, I can't even say it 2021 has um I'd like I'd like to be more present in terms of um my workshops Mm -hmm. so I'd like to deliver more workshops to people and and help more people realize their creativity even if they think they're not artistic they really are Mm -hmm. um and also I think the connection definitely with the read across Africa that's really quite passionate um that's that's quite that resonates with me really well Mm -hmm. um so I'd like to be more visible with that so I think most of my work is going to be definitely donating towards, um, sorry, I'm mixing up my words here. The the, the work that I sell mm. will definitely be going towards, the, the proceeds will definitely be going towards them or some of the proceeds going towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just exploring more into my creativity. So I, at the moment, I'm just doing a lot of 2D work but I really, really want to get into 3D mm. and see where that takes me. Okay. So anyway, 2021, you'll probably see a 3D image at some point. Hey. Anyway. Well, I look forward to it. Do you have any online events coming up that we can put in the diary or on the calendar? Um, I do have one coming up on the 30th of January, but I think that is full now. Well, so no, I'm involved next... in. <laughs> The one that you're involved in, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So the next one will be the last Saturday, February, which will be the 27th of February. That will be the next one. And is it themed in the same the same one that I'm I've, partaking It's going to be, yes, it will be the same, the Chakra Wheel mm-hmm. workshop. Um, so if you want to come and take part in that again, you can, you're can. more than welcome. Well, I might um, just have to, because I, I remember I told you I was actually torn between two colours, but <laughs> because I have a, um, a chakra card set, I actually had to pull the cards twice and Ooh. it was two orange colours that fell out. So it just gave it to <laughs> me right there, even though I wanted to pick yellow. that's interesting isn't it (laughs) there you have it wow but i am i'd like i'm 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 interested in that chakra card set please so and and the um adinkra one so we'll talk about that after yeah definitely i'll hook you up um but is there any other links that may not have been mentioned as i mentioned your instagram and your youtube where we can find you um i'm also on a, a site called house which is spelled H-O-U-double-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and that site um, contains everything to do with the, the home, basically. So on, on my particular site, you'll see all my bigger pieces on there. Um, so if you go into house and then you've just put in my name, Dion Eyeball, you'll be able to find me. Um, and also Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest as well. Mm-hmm. My also my name Dion Eyeball, mm. and my website at the moment is being um, revamped. Okay. So once that's once that's out and about, then you'll be able to find me at uh, Kumami Mosaics. That's that will be the website address. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. Um, Dion, it's been fabulous talking with you. Do you have any messages that you want to just leave for the listeners? Wow, any messages? I would say if you are on the fence about thinking that you that you know you your time is up now where you don't you don't feel that you're you're going to fulfill your dreams i'd say think again and revisit whatever it is that you feel strongly about very passionate about and go for it i would say that brilliant i'll leave you with that i have like i said i thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and got it that it has to come to an end but I just want to say thank you for reaching out and wanting to be on the show because you are definitely someone that I consider to be on the rise. That's real, inspired, strong and empowered. So I want to leave you with that. (laughs) That's beautiful. I received that. Thank you. (laughs) And um, blessed love on the journey as well. 2021 is set for big things. Oh, thank you so much. I've been, I've really enjoyed being on the show with you today. Thank you for inviting me. All right. um, Yeah. Blessings and love to you too. Okay. Take care and love and light. Give thanks to Dion and her brand Kimamu Mosaics for joining me on today's Hashtag Elevating Brands. What a brilliant way to kickstart 2021. And I shall be back on your airwaves, elevating yet another brand on the 31st of January. Now to find out who is going to be my guest on that show, if you don't do so already, then you can follow me at The In Focus Podcast via my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Rising Roots with a Z. Now, just before I leave you guys, I just want to leave with a quote. And this is taken from the calendar 2020 from Kimamu Mosaics. And it reads, look for something positive every day, even if some days you have to look a little harder. I wish you guys love and light entering into a brand new week. And I shall see you in a fortnight's time. Stay safe and stay blessed.